Welcome into the AU Radio Comics Corner. I think you never outgrow your love of these stories. A weekly look at new and upcoming comic book releases. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. Join us. You guys are great. Pull up a beanbag chair, settle in, and thumb through this week's issues with George and Travis. Purveyors of entertainment, we hope. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome on down to the next issue of the Comics Corner Podcast. Hi, George. Hi, Travis. How you doing, Corey? I'm here. Welcome. I spent all night talking uh, with uh, Ryan O'Callaghan. Oh, yeah? You guys are playing Star Wars over Chaz? Uh, actually, we didn't have Star Wars. It just hung out. Oh. It was a nice day. Wow. So I'm tired, though, because... That's fair. We can <laughs> talk for a long time. <laughs> Good wow. sense. That was just my little shout-out to Brian, because I know he listens. Fair enough. Hi, Brian. I'm I'm not gonna say hi. <laughs> okay, I will. Hi, Brian. Tra- Travis hates you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had some interesting comic books out this week. There's, it's a boatload. Yeah, yeah. I didn't read all of these, but I actually read like half of them. Wow. Um, diving right in. <laughs> did you uh, Did you get get much read last night? Not near as much as Jen did. I brought home a huge stack, and she read all of them. Oh my god! Including the uh, the hell, the the hillbilly. Oh yeah. But she couldn't remember exactly what happened in the first like three, so mm-hmm. she read the entire series again. Oh my god! Oh, wow, awesome. <laughs> oh, she was just slamming comics in last night. That's yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, the first thing I read, uh, I actually read a, a little early PDF copy of this one and then went through it again just to kind of see it without all the gross, like, store code numbers over all the pages <laughs> to make sure you couldn't sp- share it on social oh, media or it, anything. They, they watermarked it. Yeah, I never yeah. did open that one. <laughs> uh, it's kind of insane. Um, without getting into the nitty-gritty of how it happens, they're basically, they're why doing... Why don't we tell them what we're talking about first? Th- this is Deceased, number one. Deceased! Thanks, Corey. Good shout out. <laughs> the title helps usually. Yeah. It tends to. And and for those, it's not deceased. It's deceased. Deceased. <laughs> deceased. Any, anybody that cares is gonna is gonna know. They're yeah. probably gonna know. But I just want it for the lay folk. That's fair. And for the lay folk that are curious of what kind of a thing this is, you should look up the the cover, specifically the horror homage variant cover, to see a very nice <laughs> little Stephen King throwback. Oh, I, it was pretty good. That's the one I got. Yep. Yep. So so DC's doing the whole techno organic virus. Yep. Just exactly kind of like the X Men did like five years ago. <laughs> And mm. and then uh, before that they did it like uh, like fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a. Uh, it's definitely going to be a like a horror but campy horror kind of a romp where just like the cheesiest, most gory things that they can come up with are going to happen on the page. And yeah, when it when when they solicited it, I groaned so hard. <laughs> like, uh... Me too, but but reading it. Okay, if we're letting letting Marvel have Hulk Vereens, we should let DC have DCs. I'm not actively (laughs) letting them have Hulk Vereens. Okay, well, the cover (laughs) even asked you to, though. Yeah, I know. And you did did buy it, by the way. Yeah, I know. It was good. (laughs) It was goofy. It was fun. I mean, it was definitely dark. Like, you probably shouldn't give it to a kid, but uh, at the same time. Or do. We're not going to judge. Corey, you always say that. I I feel like it's my job. All right. But yeah, uh, so that that crazy DC event started up with some really good artwork. Oh, I wanted to shout out uh, the artist James Heron, 
uh, is getting his first like big event book kind of a kind of work over at uh, the Big Books, which is fun because he's been an image guy for a really long time and doing a really good job over there. Um, he has worked a little bit with Jason Aaron on Thor, and that's been really really good too. But nice. this is the first thing I've noticed him getting over at DC, so good for him. Good. So did you did you read the the year of the villain? I did, yeah, I did, and then I went back and uh, realized how much I'm, I have missed in Justice League because I skipped like eight issues of this and decided that this was a good time to jump back in. It was an interesting little hey, this is what's been happening everywhere. Yep, yep, <laughs> and it does actually kind of catch you up. Not like you're not going to know all the background details, but it will get you up to speed with where you need to be if you do want to start reading some of these things. And they have a really nice guide at the back that explains what's coming up in the summer and everything. Yeah, and it's a quarter. Yeah, yeah it's a quarter. Come, come and get it. Because why not? <laughs> I'm sure you could even, you know, find one on the ground before you come in and then, you know, have a comic book for it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that did actually that led me to wanting to at least somewhat figure out what's going on in Justice League, uh, which Scott Snyder's been writing with uh, James Tinian for uh, quite a while now. They're up to issue twenty-three, and uh, they're trapped in the sixth dimension. And they're uh, in a couple of issues. They have kind of projected in that timeline of the year of the villain that they're gonna be out of the sixth dimension, and they're yeah, they're they're getting there. They're finding their way. Might be teaming up with some unlikely people to do so, but they'll get out. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George Jimenez, the artist on Justice League, uh, one of the rotating artists between who's been working on it, is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, comic book artist and is uh, doing a really, really good job on this book. And then also we got Batman, number uh, 70. Here, let me let me do the Sorry. thing. It's, it's like Sam's here. My bad. I, I didn't. I was, I was shuffling my car. You were shuffling. I apologize. <laughs> Every day he's shuffling. That's right. Have you uh, have you caught up to the point where you're reading these now? Yeah, I've uh, I've, I've been staying current on that now. Nice. It he was uh, so mad. He was. He's so mad, and he's all like, "Oh, you haven't hurt my feelings. I wasn't set." And I was like, "Yeah, you're 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 putting up your little turtle shell there, bud. You're not really allowing for the fact that you just went through some some stuff." But yeah, Superman. Uh, it's funny because I hadn't read the two issues that led up to him being imprisoned in the night uh, in the Nightmares series, and so when I was done reading this, I actually went back and read f- issues uh, sixty and sixty one. Nice. <laughs> or that fifty nine and sixty, or somewhere, whatever that uh, that arc with the Penguin. Uh, oh yeah, was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, all the dots are starting to connect. Now I think I've actually read the entire run of Batman. <laughs> After all this time, I've gone back and hop-skipped and jumped around, but I think I've read all 70 issues now. Yeah. The only thing I haven't still is just the War of Jokes and Riddles. I need to go back and read that. That's It was good. It was good. Uh, Spe- speaking of Batman putting up his turtle shell, though, yeah, we got Batman TMNT! Woo! I was going to save that one for last, but that's totally no. cool, because it fits in right here. <laughs> Batman TMNT, number three. Th- the third series, also being written uh, by one of Scott Snyder's cohorts on Justice League, James Tinian. Ah, nice. Yeah. Um, and Freddie Williams II, who does action romp comic books so well. This is like a perfect team to be doing this book. Yeah, just in time for DC to be doing the animated one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that's happening. Uh, dude, that looks so good. <laughs> I have been skipping out on a lot of the DC animated ones, but I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah. I I just learned, uh, actually uh, reading through the comics last night, that they're going to do Hush as an animated. Yeah. 
I saw that too. Mm. There was a little, like a little screen cap of what Batman looks like, and I am not a f- huge fan. Although it's just <laughs> a, a dumb aesthetic thing that kind of mm. put a put a burr in my side or whatever. But it, I think it'll be fine as long as the voice acting is good. That's the, one I have a hard time accepting. That's my favorite Batman story ever. It's it's right up there with the absolute best of the best of them. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> Where are we going? Uh, hopping over to a little Marvel. Yeah, that was so. Marvel had one that I wasn't expecting to enjoy. I I read that one too. The the Savage Avengers. I didn't read the setup story, the the Avengers No Road Home, but they kind of give you a little bit of the gist at the beginning, like how Conan yeah comes into the Marvel universe and is kind of left there by the Avengers. He, it it kind of sounds like he got a bit of a raw deal in the whole thing. He helps these guys rekindle the light of the universe, and then and then he just gets shot out, just left in the Savage Lands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. So you treat your friends, okay? Yeah. Cool. But then he gets to fight Wolverine, so you know. Yeah, that is that was a fun fight. Just yeah. seeing him, you know, like <laughs> just get stabbed through the heart and then pull the sword out and yeah. just kind of shrug it off. I was I was actually, you know, I when I first saw the thing, I was like, no, no, this is dumb. And then I, I read it and then I got to the end and I was like, when does the next one come out? I I, I really need to read the next one. This uh this reminds me a little bit of when they did the Dark Avengers, which was a bunch of straight-up villains pretending to be the good guys. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Mike Deodato was on that entire run of art, and this uh, he's gotten better, which is surprising because he was already really, really good, but he's gotten better at doing this kind of team book, and this book not only was a fun story, but it looks amazing. Yeah, it, I was really impressed. That was actually, Trap freaked out pulling it out yesterday of the box, was like, look at this, look at this, look, <laughs> look they look like people. <laughs> Yeah, and Jerry Dugan on the writing, he's been cutting his teeth on Marvel characters for a really long time now, and this is kind of a, once again, a perfect blend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Oh, man. Gotta shout out, the Popeye reference was adorable. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. Pop- Popeye needs <laughs> spinach. Yep. <laughs> they're just dumping booze down his throat. How, how, do, you, how, how do you heal a Wolverine? We, we just found out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> spinach? It, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't read it. I was just trying to guess. He he was. Uh, they were they were drinking. They were just pouring booze down his throat. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Him and he he and Conan had a had a little moment after the fight. Yeah. How, how adorable. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a few others from Marvel. Um, worth a shout out. I really didn't. I somehow didn't realize that War of the Realms number three came out, and I was planning on reading this right when it dropped. But. Uh, That'll be fun to read, I'm sure. Yeah, they're just they're they're just coming right out. <laughs> uh, they must they must be doing like all six of these over three months or something. Yeah, which I'm, I'd rather them do that than drag it out for like half of the year and oh have tie-ins right? bogged what, what down. Are you, what are you talking? Doomsday <clears throat> clock. <laughs> <laughs> yep. At least that one's not like making everybody else tie into its story. It's just yeah, kind of off true. in left field. Just <laughs> like, don't worry about us. We're taking our time. You guys keep going. Yeah. Uh, also, Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys Marvel history. Number three is uh, somebody's continuing. got to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little it's a little convoluted, anyways. You know. Yeah. At some point, I need to just go and read through that Thanos and then the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah. That would be that would be a really fun run. Speaking yeah. of, Ghost Rider uh, got the actor announced for a Hulu series today. 
A Hulu series? Yeah. Hmm. Who's it going to be? Um, I don't know. Okay. I saw his name earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, so, you know, that guy. A relative newcomer, though? But we'll call him Bucky. Okay. <laughs> I'll cool. get his name. Hang on. No, Congratulations. Cool. Go ahead and move Bucky. forward, and I'll get it. <laughs> uh, also, the next part of The Hunted came out from Spider-Man. Uh, with uh, Tyler Crook, another nice indie-style artist who does stuff for like Dark Horse a lot, uh, who did a little backup feature in this one. Nice. nice. Uh, the actor's name is Gabriel Luna. Hmm. Hmm. Did he do anything that we would know? I don't recognize him. Um, oh, are they going for the for the car ghostwriter? I, it kind of looks... Well, no, that's just the image they chose for the... Oh, movie. okay. That'd be kind of cool, though. Yeah, I'd be, be fine with that. be easier to do, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, he's the guy who played Ghost Rider on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, oh yeah, I remember him. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I okay. think I tapped out right before that came in. Yeah, so it was, well, it was right about the time that I stopped. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Spider-Man, we had another Marvel team-up. Oh, I love that cover. With Spider-Man and uh, Miss Marvel. Oh. They had a little uh, Freaky Friday thing going on in this one. Oh, is that what was happening? Yeah. That's fun. They're they just randomly switching bodies, and so you got to see uh, poor old Peter Parker dealing with uh, some 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 lady issues. Uh-oh. Yeah! <laughs> Never awkward. <laughs> that's so, delightful. So, you know, that's, that, that's, a, that's fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have any other cool ones from? Uh... Uh, no, I'm actually uh, I'm getting I'm getting towards the end of my stack. I didn't have a an excessive amount past what I'd read, but uh, Action Labs had the second issue of Cold Blooded Samurai. That cover is really pretty. It is cool. I didn't I didn't actually read this one because it was it was really wordy. It, it's uh, you know, re- it's that comic that's retelling all the old Japanese yeah, legends, le- legends. And, and the history of Japan, but with uh, animals. Oh, nice! It's such a beautiful comic. <laughs> uh, Ahoy Comics had uh, hashtag danger. Oh, that looked fun. Yeah, the the inside art is, <coughs> is very Archie esque. Okay, and it's uh, this group of like teens that run around and like <coughs> fight monsters and stuff. Nice. Uh, as we mentioned, Albatross Funny Books had uh, the fourth issue of Hillbilly. Woo! Red-Eyed Witchery from Beyond. Number four. I uh, think that's that's the end of that miniseries, right? Yeah, it's four of four. Gotcha. Which, uh, it was a little while before uh, before this one came out. Yeah, so it was I've, kind of a big gap. I've I completely forgotten yeah. most of what was going on. Um, one that we were initially supposed to get another one from Ahoy Comics. Uh, we were supposed to get it like a couple weeks ago when it came out, but uh, we finally got it. Thanks, Diamond. Was Planet of the Nerds? Nerds. Did either of you read that one? I did read that one. It was it was really fun. It was your uh, it was it was you know the jocks from all the movies from that I would watch growing up you know revenge of the nerds mm-hmm. and all those that would just run around and beat up nerds yeah yeah and uh they get cryogenically frozen until the tw- the the year 2019 where the nerds have taken over the world right as they have yeah so they they have to deal with a planet of nerds <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> little culture shock for him oh yeah they're f- <coughs> freaking out. 
Uh, did you read uh, Gogor? Yes, I did. I really liked it. I uh, the art style was so simple on some pages, but then so well defined on other pages that it was. I don't know. Like I can tell, you could tell going into it that he definitely wanted the action to feel very quick and kind of like really snappy. Yeah. And then there were the pages that you could tell he really wanted you to sit there and take a really like gander at, you know, like kind of absorb, you know, what yeah. more is going on. Um, but yeah, Ken Gehring, uh, Google or number one, came out this week. It was pretty cool. I like his little blue buddy that he hangs out with. Yeah. And then what is his, like, is his, like, is it a hedgehog or a gopher that's, like, his big, uh, like... It's like... a, uh, uh, it's not a mole, it's a shrew, it's a shrew. Okay, okay, there you go. And he has, like, little, little flying... Yeah, he's, he's like, like a, a flying shrew, yeah, he's adorable. <laughs> um, but yeah, really fun story. Uh, there's, uh, you know, a little bit of an idea of a elemental guardian that's gonna maybe, uh, help the land, uh, protect itself from these invaders, and it's a, it's a really cool setup for a cool story. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Sweetie number three came out from oh, Action nice. Lab. Nice. Kind of kind of dealing with uh, having a uh, a sidekick. She's running around. Oh, no, Sweetie, that's right. That's right. Okay, cool. Yeah, that super like it just you just want to eat this comic. It, <laughs> it just looks like taffy. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, did you read any other really cool ones? Uh, I actually, yeah, I read, it was the end, as far as, uh, as far as, you know, the current, uh, t frame of time goes, of the self-made, uh, image comic book, um, which I didn't realize was ending on this issue, but I, uh, it, it ended in a really cool way. Um, they actually said that they're not exactly sure how or when, but they're planning on bringing this series back in some medium at some point, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Wait, what, uh, what issue did they end on? Uh, six. Six? Yep. Hmm. So a nice little short run. Yeah, and, you know, they left it open-ended enough where if they'd maybe sold a little bit more, you know, if they could have maybe gotten a little bit more traction, they may have just continued from here, but they've left it as kind of a set piece of six issues that exists on its own, but maybe something more someday. Nice. Yeah. We had... Uh... The end of the first story arc in Tank Girl Action Alley. Oh, I grabbed my number one and was about to read that last night, but got got pulled away. <laughs> so good, yeah. Uh, they 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 defeat the evil corporation. They're 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 fighting and good, and finally make it to her mom's house. Oh, nice adopted mom, <laughs> which they continually point out every time she says it. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. Little, yeah, yeah oh, well. <laughs> there was there was another sleeper that uh, really surprised me was uh, the the twisted comic. Oh, that dropped haunted high ons, <laughs> <laughs> which is it, it's really well done. Is it? Yeah, I, I genuinely enjoyed this comic. It's printed on really nice paper. The art is really tight. Is, who published it? <laughs> It's uh, put out by Source Point. Okay, cool. And uh, follows the adventures of uh, of Twisted, which, if you're not familiar with them, they're these two goofy guys that hang out with the I ICP. Yeah, are they themselves juggalos? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're on the they're on the psychopathic record label. They uh, okay. they they run a uh, a costume shop. <laughs> oh, awesome! With with a ghost girl <laughs> that only they can see. Hmm. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. 
So oh, if, yeah, you, this if, you, if you get a chance to read that one, it was it was it was rather good. <laughs> right <Awesome>. on. <laughs> a little bit of a different page. We got a Goosebumps miniseries starting up. I'm actually excited about that one quite a bit. It's called The Horrors of the Witch House. Uh, and it looks delightful. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> uh, Grumble came out with issue six. I sadly uh, fell way behind around like issue three, so I don't I don't know what's going on currently. But uh, is that one of the Albatross books, or is that a different? yeah? This is an Albatross one. That publisher does no wrong. Yep. And uh, <coughs> yeah, uh, we got uh, Black Hammer forty five. Number three, the the World War II miniseries based in Jeff Lemire's Black Hammer comic book world. Uh, And then we haven't checked in with this one for an issue or two, but I wanted to at least mention that I dropped. Uh, Number four of six of the Female Furies came out from DC. Righteous. I really liked the start of it. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a tough read, but I uh, might have to go back and pick they, these ones up. They come from a tough world. They do, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Apocalypse isn't a nice place. I mean, it's called Apocalypse. Run, run by kind of a, kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there were a couple of really cool trades out this week that I wanted to give a quick mention. One of which is a new edition of my all-time favorite superhero comic. And yeah, Kingdom Come got a new trade, and it looks gorgeous. Um, you know, I, I still haven't read that. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's... Mark Wade and uh, Alex Ross mm-hmm. uh, taking. Taking the Justice League into the future. Oh my God! Where they're all old and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many love letter references within the artwork and the story to older comic books and to the Golden Age, uh, yeah. where a lot of these characters come from. Um, and it's, it's it's been what twenty years since this came out. Oh, probably and maybe even twenty five. Yeah, it is. It holds up. The story is amazing. The art is. Gorgeous. It just, I, I remember getting it issue by issue and it blew my mind. Oh, nice. It was also the very first comic I ever bought in an absolute edition. Nice. So, hey, same, same. Yeah. It's, if you haven't read Kingdom Come, sort yourself out. It's time <laughs> to read Kingdom Come. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we also got uh, the Stranger Things collected edition of that first four issue miniseries of what Will Byers was. Uh, doing or trying to, av- trying to avoid dying in the Upside Down. <clears throat> uh, one that you guys have been, uh, or Travis yeah. has been talking about a lot and makes me want to pick this up uh, right quick. Uh, Bone Parish number one, or rather volume one, uh, is out, and it looks really damn good. It's Colin Bond. You can't go wrong there. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then last, but absolutely not least, we got that thing that we've been talking about a little while. We got the slipcase of the Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons with all of the delightful extra sh- character sheet covers on the back featuring uh, one of them being Rick as a lich. So th- th- it's all the character sheet covers? No, it's it's exclusive ones that you couldn't get through the other oh, single issues. Oh, dope. Squanchy's so. playing a little urchin rogue. Uh, Snowflake is a, is a tinkerer in a little dog mech. And then there's some kind of weird demon Morty. But you'll have to come in and take a look if you want. Demon Morty. <laughs> I know. I was. I was kind of. I was. I was upset when I saw that. I was like, I. I really want it. <laughs> How many times are they going to sell me the same comic? <laughs> <laughs> Demon uh, it, Morty. Like Watch it, your burrito. 
Like Sorry. two times at least <laughs> to answer that question. Well, they get, we've got the single issues. Mm-hmm. The collected edition came out. Now the slipcase edition. And then they started releasing the director's cut. Well, and then the hardcover's surely going to come at some point. Uh. <laughs> Pick your battles, man. It's okay. Bum, bum, bum. I love you, Patrick Rothfuss. <laughs> Uh so, yeah, go ahead. Do so, we have... so I didn't uh I didn't write down any of the ones that are coming out next week. Oh you? man. It'll be a surprise. It'll be a blind <laughs> surprise. <laughs> That'll be fine. Yeah. Cuz why not? You got a you got a deep dive for us, Corey? So, uh I really I I've, I've been kind of thinking about the deep dives lately and realizing that they're not so much deep dives as the elevator pitch. That's fair because and, you're right. And so it, the elevator to the comics corner is where I sit. And I will give you my pitch as we ride downstairs and finish up this episode. You're the elevator bellhop of our podcast? I am indeed. Uh, I'm a little monkey. <laughs> and uh, so this week, uh, a comic that I feel never, ever, ever gets enough due. Um, and that is a comic from Image, originally produced by Devil's Due Publishing. It's a comic called Hack Slash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I am a horror fan, so that lends me to be drawn to this comic, but it is taking the traditional last girl, the survivor girl, and making her the bane of all slashers' existence. Uh, the story follows um, Casey Hack, whose real name is Cassandra, but Casey and her buddy Val, or Vlad, pardon me, Vlad is a huge gas mask, muscle-bound, Bane-looking guy (laughs) um, who is terrifying, uh, but was, like, disfigured and discarded when he was born in a garbage can Uh and found by the local butcher who (laughs) raised him as his own and trained him in the ways of butchery and when the butcher passed on, uh, he actually resurrected and came back as the meat man. The this, meat man. This slasher. <laughs> and Vlad had to had to hunt him down and stop him from killing people. And that's basically the premise of the show is, or the comic, is that there's people who become the traditional slashers of movies, the horror icons. And... Uh, Casey's mom uh, killed a bunch of kids for picking on Casey when she was a kid. And she then committed suicide and resurrected and came back as a slasher of all teens known as the Lunch Lady. Oh, no. And Casey oh had God. to track down her own mom. <laughs> and so the, the show actually, or the show, God, I keep saying that. The comic itself is uh, deals with some pretty heavy themes. For a lighthearted version of horror, but it's legit and it takes itself seriously and it's amazing while still having enough tongue-in-cheek nods <coughs> to keep even people who aren't familiar with that genre entertained. And that's kind of why I wanted to pitch it is I know this sounds very niche and not up a lot of people's alley, but it is one of the best written comics. I absolutely love it and you've got to check it out. Nice. And that's done by I, I Tim Seeley. Tim Seeley. Yep. Yeah. I, I I always think that's who it is, but I, I always think that I'm going to say the wrong name. Fair and enough. he has a a new hack slash story coming up, uh, crossing over with 
another another of our favorite comics, The Crow. The Crow, yep. <laughs> Which is going to be, I'm really excited about that. What's funny is the very first crossover that they did into another comic property was uh, Casey met Herbert West, the reanimator. Nice. And that was that was a really good run. <laughs> Just a quick tiny thing for for people that maybe have read the comic. I always heard the name was Cassie Hack, but I could be wrong on that one. Uh, I've only just seen it in print. Oh, okay. So I, totally. you know, Chameleon. Yep. We'll, we'll have to, <laughs> in, <laughs> indeed. We'll have to ask Tim sometime. We yeah. will. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, if you're listening, is it Cassie or Casey? It's Cassandra, so it could be either way. You're right. You're totally I right. Will, I will take it. Yeah. I, I just always pronounced it Casey. No, this this is a comic book that I've meant to read for a really long time. It is actually definitely up <laughs> towards the top of my comic book bucket list and one of those ones that I uh, need to get down. Uh, absolutely a huge fan, have been for years. Uh, I also attribute it for kind of helping get snow into the horror genre. Nice. Um, and she's a big fan of it as well. So give it a shot, even if it's not quite up your alley. And if you don't like it, uh, write me. <laughs> Fair just, enough. Just don't fight him. Yeah, write me. <laughs> and after this, uh, isn't uh, Tim Seeley's, he's going to jump over to DC and do some Batman, isn't he? Correct. Yeah. Right on. So there. Perfect. Yay, Tim. <laughs> we wrote, Travis and I wrote a song about you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, we wrote a song called Tim. And then that dog stole my wallet. Yep. <laughs> oh, and now that we're off the rails. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for recording up here with us, Travis. Hey, my pleasure. I'm Corey. What? what? Where am I? <laughs> All right. Bye. You've been listening to AU Radio Comics Corner. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground Copyright 2018 All Rights Reserved. like to contact the show follow us on twitter at au underscore radio facebook at au radio podcast instagram at au dot radio or you can email the show at podcast at adv you can also support this show and all the shows on au radio by becoming a patron of the au radio network find us on patreon as au radio at adventures underground you can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month Thanks for listening.